Well, you kept telling me. I know. You can keep talking. We ain't that professional, girl. I mean, we ain't that professional, girl. What's up, everyone? This is the Stone Genius. And guess what? I am not stone, damn it. Hey, Catherine, what's up? Yes, you are. I am not. <laughs> I, keep, I keep picking the bong up and putting it down. Up and down and up and down. So I got to ask you real quick. Hey, everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, I guess I should do my normal entrance. See, having you here has distracted me again, Catherine. Hold on. How? Because I didn't do my normal entrance. My normal entrance. I am. Oh, well, a- you're like welcome to the. Yeah. L- let Whatever. me hear you. Do you? I know. Bobby tried to do <laughs> What's it on a show. Called? <laughs> oh my heck! Bobby tried to do it and. Um, welcome. Welcome to the welcome. show. My name's Ro. I'm the Stone Genius. You know me. I'm often stoned. I'm always a genius. <laughs> Something like that. I know. So for the longest time, like the first 60 episodes, I didn't have a lead in, and that became it. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it is. Yeah, it's good. I was just making fun of, like, the vo- I was trying uh, to sound like Hold you. on. No, 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 no. You were busting your balls, pussy. I'm so sorry you can't have that voice either. Do you want to Do you want to sit in this chair? Do you want control of that? One of these weeks, yeah. Uh, Today's not that day. I think- Remember, I had a long... Long day yesterday. You did. So to catch everyone up, we f- uh, I almost said film. We record in the great city of Kansas City. Kansas City. I thought people would. I feel like city we should of Kansas start. City. <laughs> so uh, they won a football game recently and had a big parade yesterday. As a Buccaneers fan, I decided to go to work. Catherine decided not to go to work. What were you doing? Just hanging out downtown with your 200,000 of your favorite friends? Uh, Yeah. I really didn't want to go and then went and parked very far away on purpose because I figured... Last in, first to, out. Well, yeah, it'd be that's easier a, That's to a leave. dad move. You know that, right? Total dad. I was, yeah. It, it's totally what my parents would have done with or did do with and us. And I'll be park here. We'll be first ones out when yeah. it's over. <laughs> is that what your dad sounds like? Because it is how I picture your dad. No. Okay. That sounded like, do I look Asian? You sounded that, like No, Asian. that was like Jimmy Cagney or something. That was not. Okay. You said, first ones in, park. Okay. We go park. Okay. I. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe I should be going to see Ancient Alien live. I you can't should. believe there's still. I told still... you you should go. No, I can't. I because the people there scare me, and I don't know why. I do want to go, but I don't. Here's my thing. So I... I parked really far away. Yes. And we walked um really far and made it up to 15th and Grand, which was kind of like, I think like towards the middle of the route, but there's like a bridge that goes over I-70 right there. Uh And so you're not stuck in between all these like tall buildings. So if you, if you, if you don't get a spot right at the front of like the crowd and you're in between all these buildings, then you get like five seconds of them driving by and it's, and you just did all that for, for that. So we picked a good spot where the view was more open. So you could see you'd have longer, you know, viewing of all of that. Well, it also happened to be in front of one of the strip clubs there that says totally nude on the... Because you don't want them to be partially nude. Uh huh. So as soon as we walk up, like 
one of my friends was there, and so I'm, at the club. No, she was she was mm. on mm. the parade route. She yes. she had gotten there before I was, and I was trying to find her. So she's like, "Come over here." And as soon as I'm walking up, I'm like, "Oh, this is a genius spot because." Of course, all the guys are going to want to like get off the bus and run around in front of the strip club. Like, that's going to be an exciting point for for all the guys to get off of the buses and like interact with the crowd because they're going to want people multi- getting pictures with them running around in the street in front of this strip club place that says "totally nude" on it. Like, it just I could tell it was going to be Primo. a good spot because mm-hmm. the guys will stop the buses every once in a while and get off and sign autographs and like you know run up and down the street and stuff. So, or so I had heard. So anyways, I'm like, this seems like a spot where this could happen. And sure enough, it did. And so I got video of Patrick Mahomes debussing and running into the porta potty, taking a piss, running out of the porta potty and getting cheered on by all these fans (laughs) to see him. Go in and out of a bathroom. You know TMZ has a sports channel now. You should totally. That would have been so funny to have that. You could have sold that for TMZ for crazy cash. Oh, and to- then, yeah. 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 Yeah, the only part of the parade, I did not. Hold on. I need to back up. You said you did not want to go. So why did you? Well, normally I don't like crowds, but right. um, my boyfriend realized that you know, he hadn't been Did able to. Did you just turn into Fimster Meister, Fimster Feepster? What's her name? Fimster. Oh, Fortune Feemster? Yes, that's exactly what I just said. My boyfriend. You sounded like team. Oh. See? You're, you're no, carrying a I long eye. I just was saying. My boyfriend. boyfriend. Like okay, uh, hold on. Stop because we're talking about your boyfriend here too. Is his hair growing out? Is he growing his hair out? Because if he is, tell me he's an asshole because I want long hair, so don't grow your hair out oh, in front of me. Because it looked longer. He did have long hair at one point before I knew him. Oh, well, it looked like it was he longer. Because I saw the it. picture of you guys at the parade and you had beads in your mouth, which leads me to my follow up question. What did you have to show to get the beads? Nothing. It was my friend Katie had all these beads and we were going to try to um, put them around Travis Kelsey's neck, even though I, I don't find Travis Kelsey attractive, but. Were you, is that like marking Travis Kelsey? I got my beads on him. I don't know. It's just the stuff that you try to think of stuff you can do. So, how many beers were you into this at this point? I had had an old fashioned, which was whiskey. Yes. Or bourbon. Something. Um, And then I had a Bloody Mary. I had a lot of different things because the old fashioned tasted like shit. Um, Normally, I like them. This one was disgusting. But I managed to get that one down. And so then, and Sal had gotten a Bloody Mary, which was delicious. So I'm like, I got to get that next to make up for that mistake. So I got a Bloody Mary. And then um, this bar actually had Yingling on tap. I'm sorry, what? Yingling? Yingling. It's a beer. Um, It's also a girl I dated in high school. That is (laughs) sometimes hard to find here in Kansas City, but it's delicious. They sell it a lot in the South, like Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, so we both started drinking Yingling beers and then once the parade route, like once they were coming down and we were like, Oh, we got to go outside. We went out there and Katie's husband had a cooler with like Bud Light and White Claws, which both are not, they don't make my list of anything I would usually drink, but I'm like, Oh, sure. I'll drink a White Claw, I guess. So I had a White Claw 
And then people started, once the parade had passed, everyone went back into the bar. And for some reason, it was like we had just won the Super Bowl. Like, Again? And start they start buying shots for everybody. And so I think I had Fireball and then some other shot that I don't fireball. know. Fireball! And that pretty much was the end of my day, as I recollect. Alrighty then. Um, but you left your car, you Ubered home safely, so that is yeah. good. And yeah. everyone, we appreciate you doing that. I mean, I don't because I wasn't out on the road, but there were people Sadly, that I'm sure. Sadly, there was, uh, did you hear about the, it was 1030 at night, So, I, but it was an intoxicated person. They hit a police officer and his canine and killed them and a 50-year-old pedestrian who was walking I did hear night. that. Now, I, yes, I did. So, yes, that. it was not me. I Ubered and I got to Uber back to go get my car today. But but you did the right safe. thing. You're safe. Everyone else is safe. You're not in jail. You're doing a podcast. You probably wish you were in jail. So <laughs> I understand that spending up to an hour with me can be like jail from what my wife says every once in a while. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I but, could see that. Yeah, well, okay. Um, so did you enjoy yourself to the yeah, parade actually, that you didn't want to go to? It was smart to park far away because I didn't have to get frustrated with that. You Are know, you trying- sure your car's still there? Yeah, because I actually have a, an app. It's a uh, My Hyundai app, and I can locate my vehicle. So I actually well, have been checking to make sure it didn't get towed or something. But I was very careful to not park in a lot that had a lot of signage about right. like getting towed. So I think I'm good. Yeah, because people really read the signs. There were a lot of people not reading the signs yesterday. I know. So I w- there I may was- have been some cars towed. I was being facetious. I spent yesterday while everyone was at the parade, I decided to go visit one of Missouri's recreational dispensaries. Mm -hmm. And I was originally going to talk about it. It was, I've been to a lot of dispensaries. It's by far the worst experience I've ever had. Uh, It is still their fault, but I'm going to cut them a break. The, basically, you could go to drive through but the drive through was only for people who had already placed an order, and it was I already got a text that it was ready to be picked up. Mm. That was the only people in the drive through but they weren't following that rule. They weren't they weren't making sure they should have had someone outside if they're going to do that checking. Yes, you can go in that line. You have your three texts. You can go because I kept going. Why are they, Why are they talking so much? Why are they chit chatting? And it would take like. 15 to 20 minutes per car. Ugh. Yeah. And I was livid. But when I got up next in line, I could hear they were just ordering. Someone's like, yeah, I wanted to get some gummies. Well, what kind of do you want? I don't know. Do you guys have like any strawberry flavor? What well, do you want indicators? I don't know. And so they literally were going through the, they hadn't even looked at the website. I mean, it was so frustrating. And that's what was so, that's still their fault because they're saying. Well, I bet you they'll get more strict on that as they feel they can. But right now they want I know to sell as much as they can and get as much, you know. I know. Customer exposure as they can. So they're going to make those exceptions. But later on, they'll probably start. It was, yeah, it was. And the the location they picked, uh, the drive-through that they picked, I mean, 
the drive-through basically goes down the middle of the parking lot. So if someone does come in and they're able to park, then you have to wait until cars move and hope that someone will leave you a big enough gap that you'll be able to get out. I mean, all of it's a logistical night. I mean, and that's one thing that I, me as a genius, I'm thinking about who looked at this spot and said, oh, if our parking lot's filled, because it's a dispensary, your parking lot will be filled. This doesn't make any sense. So what yeah. do you what do you think the former business was that was there? I don't know. I mean, it could have been like a subway shop or something like that. Maybe uh, it's like the end of a little strip mall. It just, hmm. it, yeah, it just don't ha- even have that sign up and say that if you're not, if you're expecting people to read and follow directions, they will not. Yeah, so, for sure. I remember. <clears throat> When I was at Sprint once, I was doing a store visit, one of our stores in Tampa, and some I, I think I was in the, I was in the back, and I hear some screaming. This seems seems like a lot of the stories with Sprint was me in the back, and then you hear screaming. I'm going to do two of these stories. Okay. So uh, the first one that I hear is that I'm going to tie this into uh, people not reading is a lady went to pay her Sprint bill. And you could actually pay it in, inside the store. There was a little kiosk yep. you could pay. Um, so on the screen itself, it says, this machine does not give change. And then there's a sticker at eye level says, this machine does not give change. And there's a sticker right above where you insert the bills that says, this machine does not give change. And then when you go through the whole process, it'll say, you've submitted this much money. You will not get any change. Please verify that you understand you won't get change. So they have to go through all that. It didn't give her change. So she was upset Mm. that it didn't give her change. And we're like, well, you know, it tells you that. Where? And we're literally like, here, here. Well, I didn't see those. Okay. I mean, I get it. I use that to Bobby all the time. I didn't see that. I didn't. I mean, I miss stuff all the time. But it and you have to verify. I mean, not seeing something once is is something, but not seeing it. She saw it, but she didn't read it. Yes, it's like me. So I love a traditional watch. I'm not a digital watch guy, and I, I think about how often I'll wonder what time it is. I'll look at my watch, put my watch down, and be like, God, what time is it? Like I know I just looked at my watch, but it was almost like I looked at it, but I didn't register. Yes. Yeah. I saw the hand, and then I was like, Oh, it's four twenty. Because I have actually broken every watch that I have so that they're all stuck on 420. But that's just one of those frustrating things about humans out there these days is that they don't read shit or they don't pay attention, and but then it's someone else's fault. They won't take their own blame for having chosen not to read that. Yeah. So I'm going to tie in another screaming story. I was at the Dale Mabry store. Uh, I was in the back. Uh, we hear screaming, a customer screaming out front. I go out there, and there's this little tiny fella. And you know how I feel about little tiny fellas. Sure. Uh, there's this little tiny fella screaming and using the do you know me, which people knew him. He was Martin Gramatica, the uh, kicker for the Buccaneers. Oh. At the time, and... He was upset because as a football player, I would assume they make a substantial salary. Don't know what he made. Let's call it substantial. 
he didn't buy the insurance on his phone and something happened to it. Let's just say it got water damage. It got moisture damage. Let's say that. Mm -hmm. And wanted a new phone. So use the, do you know who I am? Which is very hard because if you literally did not know that he was a kicker for a professional football team, you would have been like, oh, geez. So I'm going to tie in, look at this. I'm tying in all sorts of stories. This is because I haven't smoked in a while. Do I get coherent when I don't smoke? Well, how long does it last then? Because you didn't smoke, but... Like two hours. You commented that it was 4.20. I didn't smoke, though, at 4.20. Okay. Well, I haven't you... smoked since, like, 2 o'clock. No. When did we start with live? 3 o'clock. Yeah, I haven't smoked since 3, so it's been over two hours. Oh. That's why I'm so coherent. So I'm going to use... stay high for a really long time. It yeah. takes... <clears throat> So I need to I need to get back to that. But so now I'm going to tie in a third story. I think I've told this one before. I was uh, I went through a layoff, um, and during that time, our I think it was just our youngest was in elementary school. I don't think they were both there at the same time. So I think it was just our youngest was there, and they always needed help to do the the traffic in the morning. So no one would ever volunteer. And I had been laid off. I was like, fuck it. I mean, I'll just, no one else will do it. I'll do it. But I also followed the rules. So like, and so it had like this horseshoe drive and like the bottom of the horseshoe would be where the, you would go to the school, like into the entrance. But if you were going to walk from the parking lot, you had to cross up like at the top of a horseshoe. Let's say like, if you're looking at a U, so the bottom, you'd have to cross at the top. So one day, and anytime someone would try to cut diagonal, I'd be like, you need to go back and use the crosswalk, every single person. And so I said that to a, a woman one time. And she goes, do you know who I am? She copped an attitude. <laughs> I was like, I don't. And she goes, I'm so-and-so's wife. I'm like, okay, still need to use the crosswalk. I didn't know. I, I didn't know the principal's name. I didn't know. I didn't know any, I mean, I knew that when I got there, I would go into the office, go into the nurse's office, because that's where they'd keep the orange vest, so hopefully I didn't get run over by a parent. Mm -hmm. um, so when I go in, 20 minutes later or whatever, I'm going to hang up my vest, and I go, hey, can anyone tell me who so-and-so is? And they go, yes, that's our janitor. Why? And I go, well, I just got called out because their wife name dropped them because they were trying to cut across and I made them use the, and they just laughed hysterically. <laughs> but it was just funny that someone, they're name dropping. It wasn't like the, it was like, do you know who Max Headroom? I don't. And then it's like, oh, he's the janitor. Why? And I, when I told, they just thought that was hilarious. That is funny. Yeah, I don't like dumb people. We talk about this all the time, but I, it just really drives me insane. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question that I, I've been asking people lately. What's that? Because <clears throat> a lot of people like to say they have ADHD. Oh, I can't. Mm. I forget. And they, mm -hmm. a, what percentage of the population do you think has been diagnosed by a doctor? They don't. You don't just get to say you have ADHD. What percentage do you think of the? We'll just say U.S. population, unless you're a world traveler, and then you can talk about the world. What percentage do you think that is? Actual diagnosis? Yeah, and I know that the, I'm asking you that you, uh, you would have no, you're, I know it's a complete yes, but I'm just saying based on how often 11%. you hear. 
So it's still twice as high. It's uh, 5%. Okay. But the the thing but is... But probably 50% claim... Yes. And yeah. that's what... Bo- so Bobby is like, like 50% because she was thinking that way. Like if you think about the people that claim it, and that's one of the problems that I have. Like I think that I have some mannerisms that may fall into like an OCT, OCD type thing. Mm-hmm. But I've stopped saying that. Oh, it's my OCD. I've never been clinically diagnosed. I don't get to diagnose myself. Yeah. And so I was just wondering, because lately I, I've just seen a lot of like TikTok videos. It's so hard to have ADHD. And it's like everyone has ADHD. And it's just eesh. dumb people. And I'm not calling people with ADHD dumb, but not you shouldn't be able to claim that if you're not, uh, like, actually diagnosed that way. And I know that'll never be the way. Uh, let's see, what else do I have? <sighs> Alien Con. Damn it! Still going to talk about that. Hey, what did you think about our interview today with Liv? So I know, so people will hear this, our conversation, before we release the uh, interview with Liv LaRue, which will be Liv LaRue 2. I want to say Electric Boogaloo, but I think I'll get sued by um, Breakdance, the movie. You don't know what that is, do you? So you still said it? I did. Because I think <laughs> that if I say that, then they can go like, well, he wasn't really saying it. Uh, it's you were like, claiming it as yours. Right. It's like when someone says, well, I don't say this, and then they'll still say it because mm. someone else is saying it. I would never say this, but you're an idiot. I wouldn't say that. People are saying that, though. Not me. Other people. <laughs> So, uh, oh, hold well, on. I enjoyed our interview with her. So w- did you, because I know that when we originally, dis- when I asked you to be part of that show, you were like, well, I don't know what to ask a prostitute. And I will tell you, you had two amazing questions today. At least two. I think there was a third, but you're you're sticking with you had two amazing questions. It might have been my third. I don't know. I lost count because it was so many. It was. It was very good. Way more than I usually have. And you got I mean, like, I would call myself a very curious person. I love learning about things, hearing about things, talking to people, having conversations. But I just am not a conversation starter. I didn't bring this up on the show. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just thought about this. Liv says that... People can make a good living at this. You had mentioned on a show before that, who knows, maybe you want a career move. Have you ever thought about being a prostitute? No. Okay. I have. I wish I could retroactively go back and charge everyone. Like, send them a bill. Because the bills would all go out, and I would have no names. It would just... Sex has way too much of an emotional component for me. Uh. I wouldn't be able to casually do that. But were, were you amazed when, and I'm not going to say the dollar amount because you're going to have to listen to the show with Liv LaRue, but her first experience was giving a blowjob and the amount that she made for that. Didn't surprise me, no. It didn't? Uh-uh. For a brief second, I was like, what? I was like, literally in my head, I was calculating how many blowjobs a month I would have to give before I could retire <laughs> and how many months that would go on. So I don't want to do that, but that I didn't think, I mean, I, so it was triple digits. That's all I'm going to say. I would have thought literally a blowjob was double digits. 
like mid double digits best, like 50 bucks. Like I could never pay for sex. I don't think. I don't want to say never. I have not yet to this point paid for sex. Unless you want to count having kids paying for sex because we've been paying for them for quite a long time now. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I don't think I would ever find it worth it to pay $300 for one one hoorah. Yeah. What the? No, why? something weird. I know. I hit. Jeez. This is why I wouldn't be a good prostitute because I would be hitting all the wrong buttons. Although maybe people would pay extra for that. There I hit the right button. Maybe they would. I don't know. I doubt they would. They would be like, I don't think so. Yeah. It is refreshing hearing that. I mean, that, I don't know. See, I've... Uh, I, I, the people who are always refreshing to me, no matter what they do, right. it, are like the people who are capable of not giving a shit what people right. think of it. Yeah. You know? So, And I felt like she had a very good, healthy level of not giving a fuck. Um, right. Like, it, the, like the way she answered a lot of the questions, Stuart, when you were asking her about certain terms or something right. that may be used... Um, like, I don't know her answers. I was just very much like, wow, that's, I'm it. And that's, that's the thing about Liv is that I can understand. She's a really good listener, uh, a good, good talker too, but it's, it is interesting to, to hear. I mean, it just seems so distant from my life. I mean, I can't even Shanghai going to, Oh, spoiler alert. She goes to Shanghai. Um, but I mean, geez. I just like that. She, if someone said who she is and what she does, because like, I've, I've never been able to do that with myself. Yeah. No matter what I was doing. Um, I've just never had that confidence in myself. Why? I don't know. Hmm. Let's delve into this. Yeah, well, okay. Probably a lot to do with my um, upbringing, for sure. Really? I said probably and then for sure. I really meant for sure. So is it probably or for It is for for sure. sure. Yeah. So I don't think we've talked about this. Can we get deep? We could. I mean, I... My... My my childhood experience was being in a super strict family... Very judgmental, both my parents and my sisters towards me. So nothing was ever so judgmental towards you. Judgmental towards me, yes. Anything I I did was bad. You know, like I I never was um, performing as well as my sisters in school or sports or whatever. Like until Irish dance came up, that was my different thing. Where and but really, like I only felt pride from my dad. With that like that right. was his 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 thing with me and he was proud of that but I didn't really my sisters weren't interested in going to my competitions you know I was the youngest kid where like they already did all their stuff and so why did it why did my stuff matter um but I also was more of a social butterfly than my older sisters were and that was seen as a negative thing in my family because of their pretty strict like Christian values like right you know. So so see I almost relate 
probably because of my personality that like being a social butterfly and being confident. And you, it almost is like you're saying that you. I you, wasn't allowed to be a social butterfly. Oh, I was made to feel like it was wrong for me to like. The fact that I wanted to have friends and go out and do things or see the movies they wanted to see, right. do the things they wanted to do, listen to the music that they wanted to listen to. You know, most of the kids my age were listening to and allowed by their parents to listen to or see or do. I wasn't. So right. I have huge complexes as an adult of like, I never want to, I don't like feeling like I'm left out of something uh-huh. because I was left out of everything. Um, you know, usually not by my choice. Like I wasn't allowed to go to the movies that all of my friends at school. Is that were because of the, because like they were PG 13. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like I wasn't allowed to watch a lot of the like TV that. shows and movies and stuff. Um, I didn't, you know, a lot of people, even my age now, they talk about songs that were out or artists that they listened to on the radio back then. And I'm like, I was only allowed to wa- listen to oldies, 95 radio station. Nice. Or, um, classical music. I couldn't listen to Mix 93.3, 95.7, The Buzz, or whatever it was. It changed names right. a bunch. Like, all of the regular popular radio stations that kids were listening So I didn't know any of the songs. We'd be at a school dance, and they're playing all these pop songs, from, and I don't know any of the words to the songs. And this all the is girls my are new favorite to jam! The, to the songs, and I'm like, right. I don't even know. I don't know how to dance. I wasn't allowed to, like, watch music videos and learn how to what, dance. What's like nomina- Can I ask, what denomination were you? Um, and I'm always going to ask if you don't want to answer, you we went know to this an evangelical now. free, uh, Christian church, Okay. but I felt like it was pretty evangelical. Like you were supposed to go out and right. share the word with people and recruit Christians and talk about it constantly. But like, and not, not quite Baptist, but I mean, a lot of the same rules, you know, drinking was bad, like right. sex was bad and. You know, everything was bad. Right. Yeah, and I... Pop music was bad because it would make, you know, innuendos or whatever. See, I, um, I never no, really I wasn't had to allowed deal to wear, with like, that. a spaghetti strap tank top. Neither was I growing up. But probably for... <laughs> different reasons. Yeah, different reasons. <laughs> yeah, See, in my We were very short. religious. My family growing up and everything was very religious. My... Uh, when I was born and adopted, my parents both worked in the church. Uh, my grandfather on my dad's side worked in the church for a long time. My grandfather, or my grandfather on my mom's side, was a minister. My grandmother on that side was an organ player. So I've always been around the church. But they were the the worst I remember is in the '70s. They did not. They thought rock concerts were all uh, inspired by the devil. And because rock concerts had black T-shirts, um, I never went to concerts. I've never been, and I've never been. I wouldn't buy a T-shirt at a concert either, probably. But like, I remember my sister; she would go to a lot of concerts, sneak out and buy T-shirts, and they wouldn't let her wear black T-shirts because I do remember them saying that they, their friends, would think that she worshipped the devil or something because she had a black T-shirt on. The only concert I was ever allowed to go to was DC Talk, which was a Christian rock band. And how was that concert? I don't really remember. Um, so I will say that it was better. I'm going to, do you think you can do some filler time here? I got to get a YouTube. I'm pulling up a video because I want you to understand how differently um, 
Christian music was in the 80s than it was. Do you know who Striper is? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Please. Um, I'm not going to play this with any music because I don't think I, I can. Um, so Striper was a Christian group. I don't know. They're still around. I have no idea. Uh, back in the 80s, and they looked like bumblebees because they were black and yellow, and they wore these black and yellow, and they were trying to be like a hard rock, um, some hard rock. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. I'm going to do this. I'm pausing our show. Man, I forgot how much I really did enjoy hair bands. I mean, I don't like them now, but honestly, so like Striper is this hair band from the 80s wearing leather and... I mean, it is just. It is awesome. It, I mean, but I remember them because so much like you, my cousin, so his parents, my my un- uncle got divorced and uh, got remarried. And then uh, so uh, my cousin Jean lived with his dad and stepmom most of the time. But then he'd go back to see his mom, Sylvia. And she was very strict like that. They were she was she was an amazing woman, but she was just you know, a little. So when we were growing up, you know, the, the, uh, Renaissance fair here in town. Yeah. So she used to dress up for that. And then he would be on a chain, like a little, like gimp boy or something. So they used to do that. Like when we were like single digits, like back, this would have been in the seventies, like probably when the, the Renaissance fair. So that's what she was into, but she was very, so this is the type of music that he had to listen to. So I assume that when he was with her, that it was much like your upbringing, but at least he could always escape and live with his dad. Um, I mean, some. Do you of want the, me to leave that some video? Of the, some of the music that my family would listen to, I actually grew to like. My dad listened to a lot of um, Yanni, Enya, and then like Celtic music, and so I did fall in love with the Irish music. Right. I actually like Enya music. I used. To you almost as- laughed when you said that. I used that. to fall asleep to. Well, because most people think it's like super nerdy and it probably is but uh, but anyways i was trained through that whole childhood to constantly be looking for people's acceptance um but never feeling like i could be who i wanted to be or you know that that something was always wrong about what i wanted to do or had just who i was so i think that that um answers your question <laughs> it does answer my question um one thing that I was gonna say is that with my cousin and his upbringing it was just it was weird because especially with him having like his dad and stepmom were much more lenient and it had to be very difficult for him to have to kind of straddle those two worlds. You know, something that I didn't even really recognize till recently is my mom taught classes, wrote papers on uh, the strong-willed child, this guy. But one thing that I thought of while you're even while you were talking about live about that carefree, I don't give a shit attitude. I think that was my attitude, but that was seen as strong-willed. Like I don't want to do what you're doing; I want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. That was a confidence that they shouldn't have been saying, oh, well, this is bad and we need to try to get him to not be a strong will. Because I think that they, 
I was adopted. I will tell you that as having my own children, I very much see stuff that was genetically passed to them. Just like mannerisms, the way they react, the way they interpret things that is has to be genetic because it's nothing we taught them. But like Bobby will get upset with maybe something one of them will do, but I totally understand the thought process of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And I think it was very difficult for my parents. So we spoke about ADHD earlier. Back in the 70s, they literally were diagnosing everyone with ADHD. And the thing that's interesting is ADHD and being a genius are very similar. But for them, they had, I don't think they ever really dealt with someone that was a genius, no matter what level. But when we talk about the stories, even my mom, they focus on the wrong things. Like they'll talk about how I would keep quitting games. Like I would be playing chess against my grandfather as like a five-year-old and I would quit. And they finally figured out that I had quit as soon as I figured out I couldn't win. Like, even before they realized it was checkmate, I realized it was checkmate and was like, knock the board over or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they always took that to, like, an ADHD side, like, he can't finish a game, instead of, you have a five-year-old that is figuring shit out before the adults are. He's already figured out that he put himself into a B, but then I would learn from that. But it it was just, like, little stuff. And so I think it was very difficult for my parents. Um, Both my mother... And my biological mom, their birth dates are four days apart, not their birth days. So on a calendar month. So they're, I think, six or seven years apart. But my mom and biological mom, I really am trying to get my biological mom to come here. uh, And I want to have them both on the podcast. Uh, just because I think it would be, they've met each other. That we Linda's been up here before, so it's um, that would be cool. It would because there, there. I do think there are some things that Linda and I would love to be on the show, so I can bust your balls constantly about it. Oh, I would probably sit that one out. That may be mm-hmm. like a you and Bobby and my mom's. Although that would be, damn it! Why are you so young? Which is generally not something I say to a girl. <laughs> um. I was going to make it. There was a TV show called My Two Dads. Have you ever heard of it? No, of oh, course not. Fucking Even if I had, I would say no just because I knew it was going to piss you off. Why would you do that? <laughs> that is not cool. I got to look this up. So first of all, I... Um, so most of the time that we're talking about uh, BJs today with Liv, and they were, we're talking about blowjobs. But we're talking about BJ's, and I was thinking about uh, BJ and the Bear. So this is how my mind works. So BJ leads me to one of my favorite TV shows of the 70s, BJ and the Bear, which leads me to Greg Evigan, who Greg Evigan is in the show My Two Dads. Mm. I don't know how we got there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Paul Reiser was on My Two Dads. So I think it would be... so. A mom, oh, a mom yeah. dies. Uh, not sure which one of the da- which one of the two guys could be the dad. So she gives the the child up, who's now like preteen or whatever, gives it up, and they decide. Two guys that don't know each other, or maybe they, I don't know. Fuck it. So anyway, she had two dads, and this was like, I don't know when it came out. But uh, my two dads would have been kind of because they weren't gay. Man, it came out in 87. I was already out of high school. 
I was one. <sighs> and I had been out of high school for one Something on another podcast just the last time. We, I know. It was why? 87, too, and I go, oh, I was one. <laughs> I keep for, 87 I had, keeps You know, up. here's the thing. I don't think I, I want to say I keep forgetting, but I don't think I keep forgetting. I think it's I actually want to suppress the fact that you were born the year I graduated. Now, the only good thing about that is I was still a virgin for like another three years, so you're not my kid. I mean, I think we could have established that anyway yeah. through many other things, but just to make 100% certain, we can rule that out now. Hold on. Check I know, that off the list. Yeah, because that, yeah. Then I would have had to write you into the, the will and everything. <laughs> I know. So, uh, bu- 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 bu. you oh, don't I, need to leave me any of your pipes. I know there are. So I, so I want to buy a proto pipe, which is like a brass. I do want to, um, mother all the squirrels though. Oh, all of I the know. squirrels outside. Isn't that your patio? I know. I love those guys. So if God came to me and goes, okay, you and Bobby get to either spend have unlimited funds, travel the world, but you have to go to like dinner parties and interact with a lot of people, or you and Bobby can have a cabin out somewhere and you just feed the squirrels and hang out. I'm feeding the squirrels. Mm. I mean, I may I may think I like the jet set, but I think I would get tired of it very soon. You're I looking at me like I'm crazy. Do. No. So no. I've been watching Both sound nice. Recently I watched, I think it's called Blingen Empire. On Netflix, but it's like literally these people are so fucking rich, and it's like like this older woman befriends uh, some younger ki- people, and like, hey, and it's a like a reality show. Hey, I want. Do you guys want to go to my favorite restaurant tonight? Are you guys available? Oh yeah, we'd love to. Great. Do you guys have your passports? What? Oh, my favorite restaurant's in Paris. So they literally fly to Paris to eat dinner and then come back. Like I think that that would be cool to do that. But I'm also the. At one point in our lives, Bobby and I were at the point where we would do stupid, not stupid stuff. We would be able to do stuff. Like I remember one time, the girls were out of town. It was in the summertime. It was over the Fourth of July. They were in Wichita, and I had taken the week off because the girls were out of town. But Bobby was gonna work or work portion of the week or something. And I called her like on a Monday, and I said, "Hey, can you take the rest of the week off?" She was like, "Yeah." And I go, "Good. I can get us a deal to go to Palm Springs." So we literally just went to Palm Springs mm. for like four days. Is that where when the earthquake was? It was. But the thing was, like, that was fun, but it was also exhausting. I mean, because, and that's what I keep thinking. Like, I, it would be cool to just be able to not worry about money and do whatever the fuck you want. But as I get older, what I want is not to do things. Rest. Like, yeah. <laughs> And do this podcast. Do the podcast with Bobby. Do the podcast with you. Talk to interesting people. Try to keep the dog in line. She's looking over there. She's trying to find her squeakiest toy. It's definitely that fucking champagne bottle. I know. And that's her newest one. And I, I don't... It's right there. I know. I under. I love this dog to death, but man, she's got some mental issues. Just like I. I mean, it's probably why she's such a good... Good dog for me. Um, so do you know any gastrointestinal doctors? Uh, we need to have one on the podcast. Oh. Um, Why did that? Hold on. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Why did that seem to change your answer? Because it was like when I said it was gonna be on the pie, then you're, it was like, oh, now you're now you're legitimately thinking. Like before, is like you were fake thinking I didn't about know it. If you were w- going to try to talk to me about gastrointestinal issues, issues, no, or so I was relieved once it was just interviewing one on a podcast. But why? Well, I well, mean, we were just talking about your daughter having some. No, so this is this is different. So I did have I did see a gastroenterologist for a year or two. How how is your palate? Do you like a lot of different foods? Yes. I mean, are you adventurous? Oh, it's dinner time. She's yes, gonna stay there. Yes, but I wasn't one. until probably the last five years. Before that, I was super limited. Picky, so do uh, adventurous. In, see, and that I started traveling more. That's one of my my. The things that I dislike the m- most about myself. And if you know me, you've called me a narcissist. I love the shit out of myself. And this isn't something I Did dislike. Did I call you a narcissist? I believe you said you sound like my my old narcissist boss. So you were basically <laughs> calling me a narcissist. You weren't, but you were you were comparing me to someone that was. So you were. Okay. Just so we have so you know who I'm talking about now, don't you? Um I think. I don't I mean I don't because that's remember what remember why I said that to you. But did you have a boss that may have had? Oh yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's I just remember I did. You didn't explain why, I but whatever who, I was yeah, saying. I know who I was referencing. Okay. I don't know why I said it to you. I don't remember what. Must have been after some South African shots. I know we're doing that next time though. And oh, I have clarification. If I didn't tell you, the shot glasses are from South Africa. Oh. Once again, fireball not. Right. You know what I think. Bobby works part-time at Lucas Liquor. We should go in there, and then Bobby can help us find a South African, and the three of us can use the South African shot glasses to do actual. There has to be something that you can shoot from South Africa. I bet there is. And that didn't come out right. Because I'm sure that some people are like, there are a lot of things I like to shoot in South Africa. So hopefully I don't have a lot of those folks listening to my show. Um, yes, I would need an expert that works at a liquor store to walk me through seeing that's finding wh- something from South Africa like that. Like I would love to taste good. I, I, I've always said I would love to work with Bobby because if I could spend more time with her, I would love to do that. Uh, not quite as on board as I am, is she? But that is one thing about the the liquor store is her knowledge. I mean, like. I, I just, that's not my, I, I can't pick that stuff up. I mean, like, oh, well, this has a fruity flavor. So even my weed, I can tell you if it has some OG diesel based because it smells like diesel. And that's, you know, some people, oh, that smells fruity. I'm like, does it? I don't know. Um, I was going somewhere with this. Where do you think I was going with this? I don't know. But you asked me about narcissists. Yeah, Something. and then I started talking about myself, and it was all sideways. <laughs> uh, but I still have my two dads up. But yes, oh, no. So this all started on the gastrointestinologist, oh, right, whatever right, the, they're right. called. Uh-huh. So because my palate is so limited, um, it's really hindered Bobby. Bobby loves a lot of different foods, but she doesn't get to experience those. She's not going to make stuff that I don't that I don't like, even though I've always said I will fit you. You can make whatever you want for you and the girls, whatever you guys I'm can convinced go- you only eat chili and nothing else. Um, pretty much. I love chili. Oh, I do love chili. I chili, love chili, ta- too, chili tacos, other stuff too. 
Yeah, chili, tacos, spaghetti. So, yeah, 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 chili, Anything hamburgers. With ground beef in it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, so we had talked about doing a show, and I think we have, I may have mentioned this with you before, with Tim's location, is teriyaki madness is not going to be on my list of places I'm going to eat. Don't like rice, don't like the texture, but I wish I did. <clears throat> so I, I'm, I was thinking I need to try to overcome this. I thought it would be like a good web series of me trying new foods because I think that I will react in a non-positive way. My body will try to say no. I have a horrible gag reflex. And we've talked about that. Yeah. yeah. So I just, so I want to talk to it because I I would be up for doing this because I would like, I would be amazing if I tried a new food and was like, that is fucking amazing. Why, why am I 55 and I never tried beets? Now I will tell you I'm 55 and I almost guarantee you I will never try beets. They look disgusting. Yeah. They're not really good. Oh my gosh. They look disgusting. Um, But once again, I think I've, I've tried to sample different things. I really have. I just haven't made, I haven't been good. Anyway, to get back to try to sum it up is I think that I need to speak to a gastro and whatever they're called. Gastroenterologist. Yes, that person. Um, I think I would need to speak to them because I don't want to fuck up my throat by like, I don't want to like be gagging and like have like acid reflux come up and like make something, make me have a problem that I don't already have. Hmm. Like, oh, you burnt your esophagus. Now you have to eat only mashed potatoes for the rest of your life. Which, honestly... You have to have acid reflux going on for years before it causes real Well, yeah, but if, if I was trying different foods every day and throwing up every day from the foods, I don't know. So that's why I want to ask. Mm. I feel like there should be someone out there... I think what I'm really hoping is there's someone out there that's going to tell me that um, I shouldn't be doing that. They, they'll tell me, stick with chili... Have the occasional taco thrown in. I mean, that's not crazy ground beef tacos. What a doctor is usually going to tell you, no matter what specialty they are, is that you should have a a diet with variety in it. Okay. (laughs) And while I do understand that, and I have had doctors say that, and I'm not kidding, I had a doctor say that who was grossly overweight. As a doctor, he was grossly overweight. Yeah. Don't talk to me about my appetite. That drives me insane when people talk about my appetite at 55, and I know that he wasn't my age. Maybe he was around my age, but we let's not talk about appetite, right? Or your or do you ever eat vegetables? Uh, no, but occasionally I will pick them out of the stuff that I am eating. Uh, I was slow on that button. No, I'm not much of a vegetable. Now, here's the weird thing. In a lot of stews, I can eat vegetables, and I think that's the way it's broken down. Like carrots and green beans, I can eat in a stew. If you put a green bean on a plate and I put it in my mouth, I will throw up on you. Wow. Maybe not on you, but in your vicinity. So you don't like anything, like, crunchy? Uh, No. (laughs) I mean, like, I'll eat a a salad, iceberg lettuce only. Um, with no, no, yeah. So croutons, the, the cheese. lettuce that has no nutritional value. Pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. That's pretty much watery. Yeah, yeah. Like it was literally grown on an iceberg. Hence the name. <laughs> yes, sure. Um, 
I didn't know it did. Dang it! Why did you? I didn't know it didn't have that much nutritional value. I thought that when I ate those little tiny salad bowls like once a week, that I was really doing well. The whiter the lettuce, the less nutritional value. Okay, that sounds like a totally racist statement you just made. Although I will say, my own the race. blacker the berry, the sweeter the <laughs> juice. I will agree with that statement. So I guess you can say the whiter the lettuce, the worse. That's just like the, 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 the lettuce, the whiter the lettuce, the worse. That's just the The whiter the seems, lettuce, the least, the, the, the less leaster. nutritional value Let's is, just, it has. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I thought I was actually getting nutritional value from that, and you have just ruined that for me. Because literally that, I will. I didn't figure you had to be a genius to know that. So I will eat lettuce on tacos. Um I will eat lettuce horrible. on a Big Mac. Ugh, horrible. Um, I'll eat lettuce on like a ha- so I'll I'll eat chopped lettuce. But if you put like leaves of lettuce, oh, I thought you God. were about to throw up. I might. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Uh, tomatoes. I love tomato sauce. Not a big fan of tomatoes. I won't eat like a slice of tomato. It's coming off. Oh, I love. So I, I got so bad. I was actually trying to. I'm starving right now. You know how when people will say like, uh, so I was trying to make an, an acronym. So when I'd go to restaurants, I would just say no L top. Like if I got a burger, I'd be like eh, uh, no L top, which stood for, can you guess it? If I said no L top and you're a server, I go, hey, I want a burger, but no L top. You don't want a topping of lettuce. Okay, L, top, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle. Oh. So that's I so I just came up with no L top, which means plain. I guess I could have said plain, but I'm a genius, so why take the easy way when you can make everything so much more difficult? Right. I do what I can. I like that, though. What? No, no L top? No L top. Mm-hmm. I, it should be a thing because, yeah, no L, no, I don't know. <clears throat> but, yeah, I'm not, I don't know why I can't. Like, if it's chopped up lettuce, okay, you've really, I'm like, it's really fucked with my head, this whole iceberg lettuce thing. Oh, let me fuck with your head a little oh, bit more. Oh, no. Fudge. If you tell me that eating ass is not good for me, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> no, but I'm going to ruin shredded lettuce atop a sandwich for you. Ah, fuck. What? Um, because, well, one, I'm, I'm, my religion with, Lettuce is that I'll eat it in a salad, but I think it ruins anything in a sandwich. Like okay, so hold I would on. never put lettuce on a taco inside a burrito. So your personal religion or your actual religion? I feel like it should. It is a religion. Like people are either one way or the other with this oh, kind of like thing. nuts and brownies, nuts out of brownies. Like I can eat nuts, yeah, but, but I can't eat nuts and brownies salad, or ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But lettuce is a big one because people consider you know they think of lettuce as healthy and we need to eat it. You know, it needs to be on everything. And I'm like, no. It doesn't. So anyways, I went for a birthday lunch with some gals. I won't name the place because I'm not trying to ruin their reputation. But I ordered a, um, they had, they, they do, um, they'll have like a special every month of something that they're stocking. Like whether it's a, see a certain like special fish or a sandwich. So I got their uh, beef tenderloin sandwich and it sounded so good and it was for my birthday and I was so excited and I was starving after playing tennis 
And the sandwich comes cut in half on your plate. And then I had a side of whatever I had. I don't even remember. And I picked up and I, and I, and I was like, oh shit, the menu did not say that it had lettuce on it. Well, it wasn't just like a leaf of lettuce that I could easily pick off. It was right. the shredded lettuce. So I'm like ugh, trying to get all the shredded lettuce off. I eat that half of the sandwich. I'm going to take the lettuce off of the second half of my sandwich and out from the lettuce crawls a German cockroach. Alive. Hold on. It scurries out of my How sandwich. How did you know it was German? I looked it up. <laughs> I had to figure out what fucking bug. A German cockroach does not look like your typical cockroach. It's not dark. It's not like a So you didn't black, know what the bug was. Thing. Like, no, no. Okay. So I start looking up bugs and, you know, common like restaurant bugs. And I see the picture of this German cockroach. So are they common because they're nutritious and you're supposed to eat it? They're common (laughs) because they like places with food and dark, moist areas, which are of like storage bins and stuff like that. So they are found at restaurants a lot. They are a common restaurant. Anyways, it crawled out of my sandwich, and we're pretty sure it was hiding in the lettuce. And so, if I, you know, I couldn't handle lettuce on my sandwiches before, but now, like, I won't even order anything that may or may not come with, even if I can pick it off. Like, it was such a disturbing experience. It's not so funny. I hope that it truly ruined it for you, too. So, here, I'm going to, I wrote down some notes while we we're doing if this. I so- would have, If I would have been a lettuce eater... On sandwiches, I wouldn't have picked it off, and I literally would have bit into this cock, this live cockroach in my sandwich. I would not have known that it was in, in the sandwich. Okay, so I'm going to jump to the LJS story first. So Long John Silver's. When Bobby and I lived in Wichita, we went to a Long John Silver's there. Don't ask why. It was the late 90s. We were in Wichita, Kansas. We probably didn't have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so she's sitting across from a... And I go, I take a bite. She lifts up to take a bite and baked what fried into the batter is a cockroach. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're like, bah. we put our food down. And we went up to show them. You know, I was hoping to get a refund or something. They didn't even offer that, but they did give us a free coupon for next time we came back. And I literally like, <laughs> why do you that. think that we would ever come back here? And seriously, I've never been back to an LJS. And their hush puppies are so good. That I would love to just have their hush puppies sometime, but or at least I remember them as being good. And but that was disgusting. Going back to lettuce, I went out to lunch with a, a f- old friend of mine, and we went to a place here in Kansas City, and he had ordered a hamburger. And when it came, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And his hamburger, the bun was two lettuce leaves. Mm-hmm. I was like, "He goes, that's the bun." I go, "Really?" And he's like, "Uh huh." I go, he goes, whatever. What does bread have in it? Cholesterol or I don't know, whatever. Bread, they couldn't have carbs. carbs. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what the fuck ever. So same friend, but here, here's a great story too. There used to be a bar or a, I think it was a bar restaurant called Fuel. I don't think it's there oh, anymore. Yeah. Do you remember it? Uh-huh. Is it still there? No. I don't think it is. It's okay. So it used to be there and they, they had pretty good food there. And so I went there one day for lunch with the same friend that um, had the lettuce bun and we were ordering, they had this like Diablo super hot burger and everything. So I had ordered that and my friend had ordered uh, a salad. And 
I was dressed however I normally dressed. Um, he was dressed in what could best be called a Cosby sweater. <laughs> Perfect. So I love watching. That's why I was watching your face when I said that, because I, w- I needed to see the time frame, whether you would, because it was, because when I say a Cosby sweater, you either know or you don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So if you don't know, Cosby look up a uh, Cliff Huxtable sweater from the Cosby show, yeah. um, because that may have a different terminology after him being in jail and everything. So a Cosby sweater may be a sex thing now. I don't know, but that's what he used to wear was Cosby types. That's what they looked. It looked like someone's insides were on their outsides. That's how ugly and hideous these sweaters are. Okay. And I remember whoever came back to bring us. Interesting way to describe that. Yeah, it was disgusting. And um, the, the, the waitress or whoever was bringing our food out was not the one who took our order. And they came out and they just went, it, like they switch because like if I was on their left, my food was in their right hand or vice versa. So they had to switch. And it's funny because they just sat it down. And my friend goes, how do you know whose is whose? And she pointed, I think it was a girl. They point, whoever it was, they pointed at me and they go, he doesn't look like he eats a salad. And I think it was because of the way that we look, not the, because I think I'm still in good shape. It's not like I'm. Like, if I said someone didn't eat a salad, I would probably be talking someone overweight. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they haven't ever eaten a salad. It was just funny. I think it was, like, just our appearance, how we were presenting ourselves. I remember laughing at that because I'm like, yeah, I don't look like I eat salads, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've never been. mm, mm, You ruined iceberg lettuce for me. I thought, literally, I thought that was my one... So every once in a while when the family's out of town, like if I'm going to have something that needs lettuce, I will I won't even buy a head of iceberg lettuce and cut the lettuce myself. I will buy the pre-chopped bag of iceberg lettuce. And I thought by doing that, I was doing so much for my physical or my dietary needs. If you were shaking your head any harder, no, I think you would actually break <laughs> your neck right now. I mean, you have ruined that. That's something that I thought was so good. Hold on. I, I almost made the sound again. I forgot I had it. Are you looking for an Uber? Are you trying to escape I'm again? Ch- I'm, d- I'm still checking the rates. Yeah. They keep going. They were up to $46 like 10 minutes ago, and now they're back to $21. That's just so weird. For $22. No. Uh, okay, so... This is all making me really hungry, too. All of this talk about food, even though I'm talking about cockroaches You know food. what's going to be bad is if you don't have your Uber here before... Because I am hungry, too. If you don't have your Uber here before or right as the show's ending, I'm going to start making chili. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Hold on. I got a sound for that. Because that's what my chili and makes me feel like. It just like. made me remember... That we realized that there's a teriyaki madness here in town when we talked to Tim that yes. one time. You brought it up. I wonder and, if that would be like cheating. And I just that I, I and I just remembered that there's a teriyaki. You madness. know what I we might need have to go get that. Do you? So you like the you like Asian oh, cuisine? Fuck yeah. Okay, so here's what we'll do. Me, you, and Bobby will go there some night because one of the so a lot of times I'll ask I'll tell Bobby let's go to like Chinese food or Asian food, and she doesn't want to because she knows I'm not gonna eat, but. 
I'm okay with that. And I keep telling her, I'm fine. I'll get something later. I can have a glass of water. I can have a cocktail, depending on where we're going. So I'm always fine with that, but she always feels weird. But that would allow us to go, and that way I don't have to eat. So that she's not eating alone. You guys eat together. I can try a bite of each of your food and throw up. Yeah, we should definitely go. Yeah. I do. I wish my palate, and I do, not just for myself. I do think that that would make it easier for me to go out and find things that I like. But I I would love to do that for Bobby. I wish that, because she's so concerned about me, like going somewhere and me not being able to find something to eat. And if I know that might be the case, like if we went to Teriyaki Madness, the three of us, I would be okay because I know that you guys are eating. I'm okay. I can get something later or I can eat before. I know that there is a very high probability I am not going to eat that food. And if I do eat it, it's either going to be, it'll probably be two things, a waste of money and me exiting that food very quickly in one form or another. But yeah, we need to do that. And we'll take a picture out in front of Teriyaki Madness. Oh, it looks so good. I'm looking at the menu right now. It's close by too. I know. I know. That was so weird that he knew exactly. Oh, the one on Metcalf? Yeah, freak. Having every teriyaki madness memorized a heart. 105th and Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. But Tim's awesome. That's why he's so good at being, uh, hey, we were speaking about your background as being uh, from uh, like an evangelical. He's kind of like evangelist for teriyaki madness. I mean, I can understand why he's such a good promoter for that company. Hey, you know, when we started this, you were like, do we have enough to talk about? Hour and five minutes. Perfect. By no means nearly as long as what we've done in the past, but I think it was very appropriate. And people are probably exhausted from the uh, David Gowan's interview from last week. (laughs) There are probably still people that are just now wrapping that up. Maybe. So uh, Catherine and I were looking at the the downloads of our shows, and we noticed, and I know it just came out, but... That's the fewest downloads of the week, the most recent, which is not generally the case. So I do think the three-hour-plus scared some people off. But I'm telling you, uh, both you and David and myself, we were, I, thought it was, I thought it was a great show. I thought it was a really good show. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. So, and it, it was nice. And I don't, I don't know how those, but I, I enjoy that you were taking such a big lead in it as well, because you guys were talking about stuff that I enjoyed being a listener at that point, even though I was here with you all, when you all were talking about stuff and I'd inter- interrupt and be like, what does that mean? But it was nice because I think you were both learning from each other. And then mm-hmm. I was learning everything because the very first thing in the show, you're like, oh, he's a broker. Managing what, broker. Yeah, when yeah. I called him an agent, he's like, well, actually, I'm both. And so it was just, so yeah, the, that interview, do not let the time scare you. Um, put it on before you go to bed. Put it on when you're, I don't know. Put it on sometime. It's a great interview. And we're going to have him back because I am interested in hearing more about, he was talking about citizenship entitlement, meaning how Americans feel like just because we're born here in America oh, that we rights. yeah that yeah. we have certain rights that we don't really have uh, or aren't really granted. So I think that'll be an interesting conversation too because that'll pull in our favorite subject, dumb people. Mm. Hey, you know what? As always, so much fun to have you here. Um, 
Am I going to call this Catherine and the Stone Genius or the Stone Genius with Catherine? I don't know what I should do. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll figure it out. Hey, everyone, do you have anything to say in closing? Did uh, we figure out your whole your whole background? I feel like I listened to part of that, and then yeah, you were talking about your your lack of confidence because I've never noticed well, I was that about just explaining you. Explaining what don't you what have confidence me, now? Meaning, like, I still care too much about what people think of me. Okay. I don't have I don't have my own self confidence enough to not give a shit what other people think. And, and I'll tell you, and that's something we could talk about. They could think something, and I'm like, you're totally wrong. But I don't have enough self-confidence to be like, fuck you, you're wrong. Right. It's like, oh, you're wrong, and I want to change your mind because I need your acceptance. Yeah. Like, and it, I will tell you, it is, it is very um, freeing to have that. But see, but that's it, why I was saying I just loved that about live, uh, live. What like I just it's so refreshing to me when I meet somebody and who's it, like that because I'm like, oh, good. What I would like, what and I don't know how to, I don't know how to create that for myself. I, like I, I know how I got to be that way. I know I am that way, but for some reason I don't know how to change it. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm I, of course like always. No, you know, never having received acceptance from my entire family right. growing up, like always made me that way. It made me feel alienated from friend groups. And so that's why I'm just, I always want to be included in stuff and feel accepted. Well, I, I mean, I've always felt like, I mean, even when we first met, which was a, a weird me I mean not weird but just I mean a, a casual meeting but I mean I, you've always come off I mean you're fucking wearing a skirt and a tennis skirt in December for God's sakes I mean come on now I'm just kidding you had sweatpants on or something underneath that but you've always come off as a super confident person to me so I don't understand hmm. that and that and that's another thing that I would like to know whether people can actually do that because that's not something I cultivate I just literally don't care what anyone, like I say, like if you said something to me, I may care today and then tomorrow it's just, I just, I don't care anymore. I mean, and I don't know, I don't think that's something, I've always wondered whether you could cultivate that or not. For some reason in my head, it it's like it grows into this whole like life changing thing. Right. Over one person not liking me or misunderstanding me or something. To me, that blows up into like, oh, then like, God, that could change my life experience if this one person doesn't like i don't know yeah. why that seems rational that, to me to to let it grow into that but that's what it is it's like oh and you know maybe being in a real estate agent position you always have to worry about what people think of right. you maybe that's worsened my tendencies right. in that way but i don't know i hopefully someday i can just so do you focus on it more if you get in that situation where like you're, I really want them to focus and then, or I, I really want them to, to care about whatever. I want to change their mind on a subject, whatever the case may be. If they, the less interest they show or is the more you're trying to convince them then, or see, I'm just the type that I'm like, I always say it. It's either true or it's not true. And I don't give a shit either way. If it's true, I don't care what it was and true. It's either true and it's happening or hap or it's not. I just, I, I, I don't know. So I just always wonder whether you can cultivate that, like not giving a shit. Because you see that on TikTok all the time. 
like, um, you know, people will do, someone posted, oh, I'm doing a makeup-free Instagram post. Yeah, but you're still using fucking filters. No one's skin is that smooth. Thank you very much. I mean, like, stupid stuff. Like, like, why do people care? That's one reason I won't ever edit this show. This is one reason why I probably wasn't a better photographer. I hate editing photos. It's called a photo. I took a photo. Yeah, I can make it. I can edit and make it. That's one thing about the stinking phone that I have now. I can literally make things disappear. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to have that light switch in there. I can, like, circle and it disappears. Yeah. And I've always said that doesn't make me a better photographer. That makes me a great editor. And I never wanted to be a great editor. I wanted to be a better photographer. So, well, we will help you. You know, you you're always come off as confident on this show, too. And I want to tell you, I appreciate you being on the show weekly like you have been. So, gosh, that dog. I swear. It's fine. I'm just talking about you. It's 6 o'clock, and she just... I mean, it's 620 now, but that's what she's been doing, just standing there whining, standing. Get a Doberman, they said. Be happy for the rest of your life, they said. Actually, that was me saying that, but. I'm going to get an Uber to downtown, and then I'm probably going to get some food. Are you going to get it downtown? Possibly Teriyaki Madness. I don't know. Town topic. Depends on how long I can wait, because I'm super hungry right now. Yeah. Well, Well, you get your Uber downtown. I'm glad that you survived yesterday safely. I'm glad that you were here with Live today. For everyone, uh, that episode should be out right after this episode. Uh, Live LaRue 2, courtesan, prostitute, streetwalker, although that's not what she does. It was nice because she did say that she didn't care about any of those terms. Because mm-hmm. that was one of my main questions, that after I talked to her last time, when I would be describing to people, I'd say a courtesan. Or they would say, hey, I saw you release a new show. What's a courtesan? And... I would, oh, it's a, a prostitute. I'd always use the word prostitute. And I was like, should I, if she's not using that word, should I? She gave me the okay that I can use that. She did say that some people are get hung up on the terminology. But once again, why would you? Like, that's one thing that I can't rationalize. Because most of it, the most people assign a negative connotation when they, when they use that word. Right, but or if. Or have some kind of underlying judgment with it. But if that is your job and someone goes, oh, you're a street, why would you? Yeah, that's what I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Like me, I don't get like hung up on terms really. So, I mean, I just, I, I just, uh, so I don't know. I don't get it. So anyway, well, hopefully. That's what I like about her. Is she I know. Uh, let's see. So uh, between now and the next time you and I record, whenever that happened to be, we probably will not have any more parades for you to attend. So that should be good. Well, St. Patrick's oh, no. Day is coming. Oh up. my God! I didn't even think about that. You're right. We should record before like St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And it's we, been a while since I've actually gone to the St. Patrick's Day parade, but I usually. Actually, Do you want me to scare I, you with a horror story? I really haven't done much for St. Patrick's Day in a long time. I did last year. I had my friend Katie had a party. Do you want to be scared or not scared? Uh, not. Okay. If it's about St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day and Ubers, maybe not Ubers, but a car service doing the right thing that comes out tragically wrong. Hmm. So, uh, one of Bobby's cousins on St. Patrick's Day, maybe six, seven, eight years ago, sometime in there. They had hired a car service. It was her, her girlfriend, and another couple. And the uh, driver ended up having a medical 
issue as they were driving them. Uh, Bobby's cousin unbuckled their seatbelt to try to grab the steering wheel as they're headed towards an embankment. When they hit the embankment, she was thrown from the car. She's the only one that survived. Holy shit. Yeah. Here in Kansas City? No. It was in a another Kansas town. I'll just leave it that because that's a lot of information, people. But so I'll just leave it as generic as I can. But that I mean, that always scares me because once again, they did one hundred percent the right thing. They hired a car service so that they could go out and drink and take do that. And yep. yet it still cost, ended up costing five people their lives. And she was, because she was unbuckled trying to do that, that's the only reason she survived, they said. Crazy. Yeah. Crazier, the first, uh, re- uh, the the initial police officer on the scene was her ex-girlfriend. What? Yeah. Fucking A. Fucking A. Yeah. So, and that that always... I mean, that's always a weird thought for me that no matter how well you can do everything perfectly, shit happens. Still happen. Yeah. It reminds me there's a picture. I need to find the picture because I may use it for this episode. There's a picture, and I think it was from Pompeii when that, or Vesuvius when it erupted. Um, there is, a, they found a skeleton. And a boulder, like a huge round boulder, landed basically on his head and crushed him. And you see the skeleton. And I'm just like, here's a guy, just he's probably doing the right thing. You know what? I gotta get away from my mother-in-law. I'm gonna walk outside. I'm gonna walk down. And then the the volcano erupts and he gets crushed by a boulder. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have survived anyway, but it's just it, it's a funny picture because I'm just like, what was that guy doing? Because it wasn't like his hand, it literally was like he was laying down and was crushed by the boulder. I know. So anyway, I didn't. Sorry. I yes. still can't get over that story. That story you told me when I first got here about the kid from the cave. Oh yeah. So to catch and just so that people understand the what Catherine was just mentioning, there was a group of there was a soccer team, a youth soccer team that was caught in a cave, an underground cave in Thailand for like three weeks. It had flooded. And there was a big doc. It was crazy. We watched like a movie about it and it was insane. Like they had to drug the kids without telling them because they had to, they had to drag them underwater basically this whole way out of this very narrow and they would freak out. If you're not an experienced diver and stuff, you would, you would freak out. So they literally would inject the kids. They would go to sleep and then have to drag them out halfway through. They'd have to inject them again. Like, Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. So what these kids had to go through just to survive. So I guess he was the captain of the team, and I think he must have been 15 because I think that happened. Actually, I think it happened in 19 or 2018, so that would have been five years ago. So he probably would have been like 13 when this happened. He just died at 18, and from what I read, it was a head injury that happened during a soccer game. He was going to school in Britain, studying abroad and playing soccer, and got a head injury and died. So, I mean... I mean, yeah, that's yeah, why I, that just breaks my heart. I mean, how about like right now going on in the world, the uh, the earthquake in Syria and in uh, Turkey. Mm-hmm. And they they after like eight days, they were still pulling people out alive. I'm like, fuck. I mean, I literally would have been praying from like the, the moment after the earthquake, like if I would have survived, like, God, just take me. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of well, anything. They, they just wrote a story that two two guys that they found 
survived by drinking their own urine pee and eating protein powder and i'm like where'd they get the protein powder from but (laughs) (laughs) so powder so it dries out eventually i guess i don't know protein (laughs) so here's the thing about urine don't ask me i mean (laughs) there's a lot of stuff in this head that i know that i probably shouldn't and for a long time bobby used to always go really and we would look it up but i was always right so there is an Aboriginal tribe in Australia. I don't think it's all Aborigines, but there was a tribe that would drink their first urine of that because it actually isn't toxic. I mean, it's not great for you. I mean, you're, it's actually your body expelling things, but you can drinking it's better than not having any liquid at all. But they used to drink the first urine of the morning each day because there is an enzyme that your body produces that when you're asleep mm-hmm. that they felt that by drinking their own urine it had that enzyme in it that it would feel like that they would make them feel more rested. So they got more sleep than they did. Wow. Yeah. Now, here's my thing. My genius brain is like, That's not what they were thinking. Whoever drank their urine first was not thinking, I bet I'm going to feel better rested after drinking my first pee of the morning. So I want to know where the story actually started. Like, I just, I don't think that's where that story started. But yeah, I mean, and and that, you know, it could have also been the story that I read is just what everyone, like if you see someone drinking their own pee and you're like, what are you doing? It makes me feel like I had an extra eight hours of sleep. You'd be like, Weird. Shit, I would have just gone to bed earlier. I know. Tonight. I would have been like, <laughs> weird. I'm not going to do that. And I hope the next person you kiss knows what you just drank. But, you know, whatever. To each their own. Um, so maybe it's just that's what they tell people. Yeah. Like, I drink my own urine. But, and I don't, I don't know if I'd want to survive that that much. And the other thing is, I, I, am a, I am high maintenance. I really am. And I totally get that. But I think it's cold there. And that would be even worse. I can't move. I can't get out. I'm trapped. No food, no water. I'm shitting myself, trying to drink my own urine, whatever the case may be. And I'm cold. Like, if at least it was hot out, I'd be okay. I'd be like, eh. And, like, if I, especially if I was trapped but in the sun, like, we were watching some show. Oh, I think it was 1923, the Yellowstone spinoff. And they were like, Boat capsizes, they're on top of the boat, and, like, you know, they're trying to think about how to get shade, which I understand is important. But I'd be like, I'm going to work on my tan first. Let's talk about the important things, work on the tan, then I'll get shade. Yeah. I'm If I'm going to be miserable, I would not have been Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, if Bobby was floating on that thing, the, the little thing, I would have said, either you need to move the fuck over because I'm going to try to get on here with you, or I would have just gone underwater. I'm not going to tread water and see how long I can make it. Come on, Leo. <laughs> okay. Now we made an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah, that- we better go. Oh, you're hungry, aren't you? I'm I'm starving. I know. And I don't want to wait till these Uber prices climb again. Oh, what is it down to? So we're still at $21. Damn it. Seems like that's better than 46. So I just don't want it to jump again. That's weird because I've talked about we're going to talk about this next time. We're going to talk about Ubers and stuff like that, because you were probably being a whole generation younger than me. That does pain me to say that one generation. Shut (laughs) I don't think you want to play with me, motherfucker.
Oh, that sounded angry at the end. I don't mean that. Um, I think it's one generation. 20 years? Sure. Yeah, hold on. No, I was 18 when you were... Yeah, because I was graduating high school and you were born. God, that that really is painful to say. I mean, now granted, my brother-in-law is going to be saying that uh, he was had to come from the retirement home to see his kids graduate high school. Hmm. He has... Two children under five, and he just turned 50. Oh, boy. I know. I mean, I am glad the kids are amazing. Uh, it's nice to have a, a niece and a nephew, but I was exhausted having kids in my 20s yeah, and 30s. Exhausting. Yeah. I mean, sure. I, I know that last time Bobby went down there and visited, that's what she said, that she was, like, exhausted nonstop by those kids. And I couldn't imagine being... 50. I mean, at least Bobby got to go. She's going down to visit again in a couple of weeks, but at least she got to visit and leave. I mean, yeah, that is, that's tough. So, okay. Anyway, uh, I hope that you get your, your prices drop below 21. I think that's where we're going to be at. Okay. But it's acceptable. Okay. Well, hopefully we will do another episode, you and I, before the next parade that you go to. Are you going to go to that parade? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't usually find the parade that exciting for st patrick's day the cheese parade was much yeah. more exciting but and i don't know of the day. irish the the irish day i mean the irish day st patrick's day parade i don't know if that's lost some of its luster with like covid because i think they they postponed it for a couple years or something like that so not postponed but just you know canceled it during those years so i don't know and maybe people are in I the mean, mind most of the attraction of the parade is like for kids so, yeah, I've never been to that parade either. No, I'm not a parade person at all. So, uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway, that's it. We made it almost an hour and 30 minutes after you wondering if we had anything to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to give you something. There you go. All the applause. And I'd be going on lettuce. Oh, hold on. I haven't used, I have a, mm -hmm. oh, here's the one. I, I, my dog took a huge dump in the backyard this morning, and that's exactly what your performance tonight reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a Little League baseball coach, and that's how he would talk to his kids. He would go out there, and, and he'd be like, like, we could say stupid stuff like, I know why you play video games now. Or uh, just stupid stuff, but it was funny. Um, that yeah. was a good one. I do what I can. We are going to have to put some different sounds in there. And then I still need to figure out, I'm going to reach out to Mr. Roadcaster themselves. I don't know if that is an actual person, but I need to find out where those sounds went to. Because yeah. Bobby misses them as well. Yeah. And I need to figure out where they, I, I don't even understand that. That's what I hate. Ugh. Don't even get me started with doing updates, trying to make things better and they actually make things worse. Because there's not a single other thing that I know that happened in that update. The only thing that I know that happened with that update is it made everyone mad because we don't have the sounds, which kind of is a stinky thing. So, uh, okay, for everyone out there, hey, thanks for listening to the show. Please share the show. It's hard for me to grow the show because I am so ineffective at social media. Uh, we always get big bumps when I do social media, so I will try to promote that again. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't given the David Gowan podcast 
uh, episode a try because it's over three hours. Give it a try. I think you'll like it. Those three hours will go. I mean, that went fast. It really did for you. and I mean, at least yeah. for you and I. I do remember, and I've told everyone this, that you can hear me say it two hours and 30 minutes. Final question, yes, no answer. And we go for another 45 <laughs> minutes. So it was a great show. The show that will be on after this one will be with Liv LaRue. That, uh, she is a courtesan and a madam. That's her second time on the show. First time having uh, Catherine with that interview, so it went very well, so listen to that. But thank you all for listening to the show. Catherine, you want to say anything on the way out? Um, stay away from lettuce. All lettuce or just iceberg lettuce? Well, shredded lettuce at restaurants on sandwiches. Oh, one follow-up question. How's uh, tennis going? Oh, good. You still on a winning streak? Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay, to everyone else, thanks for listening to the show. We're out. It's Captain Rodney. This is the Stone Genius. Bye.